You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Hello, this is the Journey Till Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, the highs and lows, the ups and downs, the twists and turns. It's about that. It's in those moments that makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of his own. Addison Guerra is a self-made millionaire. He made his first million at the age of 23. After making the million, he then launched a high-end fashion brand. Please help me welcome Addison to the Journey Told Show. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. So, you know, I was doing my research on you, preparing for you to be here. And what was interesting is, um, as I was Googling around, everything started with talking about the fashion brand. I'm interested in knowing what did you do to actually make the million to become a self-made millionaire? Can you share that with us? Uh, Yeah, so I started... um when I was in college, getting into different grows, um, marijuana grows, actually out in Colorado and here in California, Northern California. Um, and then I kind of expanded to different brands like cartridges and everything else. So I kind of made my money in that industry um, and expanded to different businesses. So now I have eight businesses all together. Um, and then I, you know, went with the clothing line as well. So clothing lines like my baby and you know what my focus is on but I have all the eight other businesses you know kind of funding everything that's going with the clothing line so okay so then is that why we I don't see much about how you made this million dollars before because it's the marijuana yeah, I don't component really of go it. into all the got details, it okay so yeah. I'm like well, how come I don't know how he actually made it I want to know how he did it yeah got it okay so you made the million you're 23 years old What's that like? Tell me, like, you're, too, you're, you're a self-made millionaire. You're young. How, take me into your world. How do you even, like, maneuver? What's that mentality like? Um, I mean, there was, like, a year or so that I, I kind of went crazy and just spent a lot of money. Um, but for the most part, I tried. I feel like I grew up, you know, and matured a lot quicker than a lot of people. So um, I just started putting back and trying to make more money with my money and invest into different companies and start different <laughs> companies and businesses and, and brands and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was different, you know, um, because I'm still in college still, like I hadn't graduated yet and I didn't even know if I wanted to finish college because at the same time as I'm going to college, I'm full-time student, I'm, I'm flying, you know, back and forth everywhere and I'm staying busy and I'm like, do I even really want to finish because my degree is kind of pointless? But um, so I ended up, I did finish um, and, and it was it was just different being in college, but being, I guess, more mature and already like making money in college. Um, so being around everybody that was still partying and doing everything else and I wasn't really doing that. Wait a minute, so that, so that <laughs> I'm clear. So you're a college student, a millionaire. Mm-hmm. At this time, you have eight businesses uh, at that time, I had, I believe, three or four. Three yeah. or four businesses. Yeah. The main business, the main funder was the cannabis business. Yes, yeah. Okay. So then you graduate college, and then how did that then venture into the high-end luxury brand that I see everywhere? Um, so I, I was able, I played on a lot of um, big basketball teams in high school, um, and a lot of my teammates are in the NBA or went, you know, overseas and whatnot. So, um as I started making money, I started to buy nicer clothes. That was part of my going crazy and spending money on pointless things. And uh, I thought to myself, like, I feel like I can do this. And so 
um, honestly just kind of took a jump and I had no experience in the fashion industry whatsoever. So I spent um, over six months interviewing different um, production teams and, you know, flying everywhere um, and making sure that I can get the best quality fabrics, the best team around me and can produce like, you know, the Hermes, the Tom Ford quality. Um, and so I just went with it, you know, and uh, I have a lot of, um, I guess you'd say high influence friends um, and buddies and they help promote the brand. Um, so that's really how I started my marketing and that's how I got everything out there from the beginning. So just kind of went for it, you know, saying I, I like nice clothes and I'm going to go make my own. Okay, wait, you got to back up some more. Okay. Going fast. Okay, because I know how difficult it is to launch a fashion brand yeah. personally. It's difficult. So how did you maneuver with finding the right um, the right manufacturer, finding the right fabric, putting the right pieces together? What was that process like? That was, uh, it was like I said, it was like six or seven months of okay. literally, I, I interviewed, I think it was 53 different um, companies or brands or teams that could produce clothes in quotations. Um, and I found two winners. Um, and that's, those are my teams that I have with me. And, uh, I do half in New York of my production and half in LA here. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was six months of just going back and forth and interviewing different people and making sure that they could do what I wanted to be done. So you launched your line in 2020, and already you have an A-list clientele. So um, I read Tory Lanez, Lonnie Walker, Danny Green, Gerald Green, Gary Harris, uh, multiple other musicians, NBA players, NFL players, baseball players, uh, TikTok influencers, YouTube entertainers. I mean, it's multiple people all across. I mean, it's everywhere. Your is your fashion brand. How did that come? Up? How did you get all of these celebrities in your stuff? Um. Honestly, it kind of just like spread, you know, really quickly with like certain people wearing it. And um, I do have to give like 100% shout out to my buddy, uh, Jay. Jay knows everybody. He's in the music industry, nightlife industry. I have a, another buddy named Eli. He's in the music industry and uh, he owns the crew league. And um, a lot of people that have kind of I've met and they just help me build connections and build relationships um, that I wouldn't have, you know, but I also had my own as well. So it's just a combo of, um, you know, certain people wearing it and being seen in it. And then uh, a, like another teammate will say, you know, for example, one of the Spurs players, like one of the teammates is like, man, I really want a shirt. I really want a jacket. The same with um, my buddy that played for the Rockets, Gerald Green. As soon as he wore a jacket, Chris Paul was like, I need a shirt, you know. So it just kind of, you know, went along like that once people see it and. It just kind of spread. Well, not to mention that it's hot. I mean, it, you got to have nice stuff for people to want it. Of course, of course. So. so what's next? Tell me what's next. Give us a little teaser. Um, Really, I'm just, I'm focused on this clothing line right now. I mean, I still have all my brands that I'm still running and companies that I'm still running, but just, I'm trying to take it to the next level. I'm trying to um, get this, you know, overseas, you know, kind of global um, into different stores. I was supposed to be in different stores, but with COVID, it's been interesting. Yeah. Um, so different stores. I'm just based online right now, just off my website. Um, so yeah, just trying to expand and grow the brand just as big as I can make it. So being so young and, you know, essentially being a self-made millionaire starting so young and then, you know, continuously growing, how do you stay grounded? Um... 
that's, 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 that's not easy to do, especially here in LA. And then when you're around like high influence people, people that make, you know, around billionaires and people with yeah. tons of money and names. That's and, what I'm asking. Yeah. Um, I just try to stay stu- true to myself, you know, and, and, and I, 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 you know, I treat, I try to treat everybody the same, no matter if you're rich, if you're not rich, if you don't have money or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, I try to just treat everybody exactly the same. I try to be the best genuine human being I can in like every situation. So a lot of people work with me and, and, and kind of like feel those vibes, you know, as, as I just try to be a good person, you know, I have a son and I mean, I want to raise him and, and show him the, you know, the proper, you know, or try to raise him in the proper way and trying to, you know, teach him to be a genuine human being, a, a gentleman, a, you know, the best, best person he can be, you know, so um, trying to stay grounded is just trying to stay true to myself and, and uh, just be a great human being in it as much as I can. What advice would you give to someone else, a, a, a viewer or a listener who may be out there who may be in your same shoes, um, a, a young viewer, listener, how can they stay grounded? You know, I, I know this, it's a, it's a different age than when I was your age, yeah. um, have how people can, you know, become wealthy or, or make a business and it just takes off. And so the mindset is a little different when you're talking about someone who's 20 and someone who's 30 or 35 or, you know, it's or 18 or it's a, it's a difference. Talk to that thought, that audience, cause that's your audience. What, what would you say to them? I, again, I would say stay true to yourself. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's really hard to get wrapped up in trying to be famous or trying to be known or trying to, you know, be Instagram famous or whatever it is. And I think um, staying true to yourself and that's going to be where your real happiness comes from, you know, and and being famous and this, that and the other. It, it, it's not going to bring you all that true happiness, you know. So I, I would say stay true to yourself, which is easier said than done, especially when you're around high influence people and around these people that are famous or whatever it is. Um, just stay true to yourself and, and, and just try to be the best human being you can in every situation, you know, and um, try to treat everybody the same, no matter if if they're, you know, famous or not famous, make money or don't make hardly any money, you know, just treat everybody the same. So you mentioned you have eight businesses, which is a lot. I mean, I, I could not imagine. Um, I have several. I'm, I'm, my hands are in, in several different hats, but not eight different hats. How do you find time for yourself? Um, honestly, I mean, I, it's, my happy place is working, you know. So if I'm not working, I mean, it, it's, it's hard. That's, that's my happy place. So that's really my time for myself is if I'm staying busy and I'm working and I spend as much time as, you know, with my son as I can, uh, I spend time with friends and, and whatnot, but I'm always working and I'm, it's just my happy place is where I'm comfortable. I, I mean, I went on vacation the other, like two weeks ago, sat at the beach and I'm like, man, this is, this is not for me. I need to be like doing stuff, you know? So, I mean, wow. So, I mean, do you, um, I mean, but do you do something, do you do things for fun? I mean, is there, what is your outlet of when you're not working? Like, take us kind of into your other outside world. And then there has to be something that you do that's not work related. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely work out a lot. Okay. Um, I run, um, I have a really good gym in, in Tyler where I'm, where I live uh, half the time. And, uh, it's like, uh, it's a circuit training and it's like a big family and it's a really close knit gym and, it's really competitive too, and it's fun. Um, it's a fun atmosphere. So uh, working out a lot, I play basketball. Um, still, you know, try to try to stay active, and so that's kind of like my my 
time to myself is like I'm working out and trying to stay active. Um, was there, when you were a child, I mean, when you were, I mean, and I'm saying when you were a child, but yeah, when you were a child, younger, were your aspirations to, to do what you're doing now? Are you kind of living in those moments or were you aspiring to be, to do something different? Um, I always aspired to just be a, something with sports, whether like basketball was my focus. So like I wanted to be a basketball player, you know what I mean? But, um, that was, that was my main thing. But also when I was a kid, you know, my mom owned uh, a store. And so I actually worked at the store as a kid, you know, I was like 12 years old, like being a cashier and stuff. So, I mean, she kind of like instilled a lot of those, you know, hard work ethics and, and different business ethics into me. Um, but yeah, I, I always wanted to be just a basketball player or, you know, something along those lines. So. Oh my God, but that is such a great point that you just mentioned there that just came out of that, that what you just said, because I think it's so often as parents, I'm a mom too, you don't think about that. It's so important as where you have your child and what you have your child doing, not knowing that what they see and what they're doing or just witnessing that they're, they're taking that in, they're digesting that and they can utilize that later on in life and they not knowing that. Absolutely. And so you're thinking you want to be a basketball player at 12. Yeah. Not and you're in your store with your mom, not knowing that those skills that you were learning at that age, at 23, you're a millionaire using those skills in a different way, but through in business. Yeah, it's amazing how how that whole thing, how life works. And I'm telling you, it's important what you see and what you do and how you involve your kids. Absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome. So, do you still do you miss basketball? Oh yeah, I miss it all the time. I play. Um, I try to play often, you know, I'll, I'll play here in LA, I'll play in Tyler, and when I play in games, or I went and watched a game, like my buddy has the crew league, um, that was this last weekend, and just there, being there watching the games, it was like, man, I really want to, I really want to get out there, like, yeah. so yeah, definitely miss it, for sure. So, um, what's next, what's next for you, what can we look for for you? Um, you know, I'm expanding a couple of my businesses and, and, and just uh, trying to grow certain ones. Um, well, I'm trying to grow all of them, Well, tell obviously. us, what, which one of those, which ones are you expanding? And so, like, dive into it a little bit. Um, I have a CBD company, a CBD water company um, that's growing. I mean, it's it's already large, but it's it's continuing to Talk grow. Talk about it. Let us tell, say the name so, so we can CBD know. So it's CBD Cure, okay. um, and it's a, it's a alkaline water, super high-end water, and then it has 10 milligrams of CBD infused into it. So it's a really nice water nice packaging, beautiful packaging. Um, we are already all nationwide. Um, so we're just growing that one. Um, I have a, uh, it's, I call it I Caramba. It's a, a Mexican enchiladas candy. So like I'll take Gushers is my main thing right now. And I'll put my seasoning and I'll put my, you know, my, um, my mix on it. And so it's just like a Mexican candy. Um, bag of Mexican candy, bag of Gushers. And so I'm growing that one right now. I'm getting into different stores. Um, and, and I have a website as well, so that's where it's mainly based off of, but I have different stores that are picking it up and different, um, gas stations and, and everything else. So, mm -hmm. um, those, those two I'm growing, um, everything else is, is still growing and staying steady, but yeah, those two. And then of course the clothing line is always like my main that's focus. That's your main baby. Yeah, that's my yeah. love right now. So it's my main thing. I get it. How do you know which, what's going to fly off the wall? Like, I mean, with eight different businesses, how do you have time to manage all of those? I don't know. Honestly, I just kind of <laughs> make it, make it work. Um, yeah. you know, I try to give as much time to each of them and, and, and try to focus on all of them as much as I can. Um, which is again, is easier said than done, but yeah, yeah. 
just try to stay stay working on all of them throughout every single day honestly trying to promote and grow and build every single one of them you just never know yeah that actually leads me to my next question. Um, this leads me to the last segment of my show, which is um, a segment which we call Tell and Tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. Okay. So what can you tell us about yourself um, that tell the world that you may not have told someone before? Um, and it may be just that. How do you know, maybe on your clothing line, I would love to know, how do you know what's going to fly? Like, how do you know what's going to be your hot piece? Okay. Um, Give us that secret. So another thing that I do is my last name is Guerra, and in Spanish it means war. So I took like a peace approach to the opposite of war, um, especially with everything in the world nowadays. So I have a couple pieces of like a broken rifle, um, and so it's more like promoting peace. Um, so those those pieces are doing very well right now, obviously, with the world. Um, people want to help promote peace, and so they'll get a T-shirt or a hoodie that has a broken rifle. But um, I just build, I, my for my clothing, like, it's just all about quality. And so I know different, um, I just find, you know, different things that I like, and I just, you know, kind of put the pieces out there. So it's not, I don't really look for what everybody else is kind of doing I just kind of look okay I, this is what I would do this I would do this type of jacket I would wear this type of jacket and that's just how I how I make my clothes so I don't I kind of just base it off of what I like oh wait before you go I just thought about something you got to share a story with us okay tell us um I mean you have all of these amazing clients that everyone knows can you share a story with us of someone um that you've worked with maybe something unique that they've asked you to make or some special something that you may have done for them okay. clothing wise that resonated with your spirit yeah I would love to know that um, Gerald Green, I made a jacket for him and it has, uh, it's a denim jacket and it has metal spikes on the, up, up on top of the, um, collar and it's on the chest and on the back. And so they're all metal spikes hand placed. It was like a couple hundred metal spikes. And so it was a really cool piece to do for him. Um, very unique. Um, and, and honestly, I haven't seen anything like it. And so it was, uh, everybody loved it, you know, when he wore it. Um, he wore it to a couple games and just out in public and, and yeah, everybody loved it. Everybody was taking pictures and Snapchats of it and just, where'd you get that? And what is that? Like, and walking up and trying to stab, you know, touch, touch the, yeah. touch them, see if they're, you know, what they're made out of, which yeah. is metal. So That is so awesome. What does that feel like when that happens to you? Um, it's kind of surreal. It's like, you know, yeah. my, I made that, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and everybody loves it, you yeah. know, it's kind of like a. You know, I, I love it. You know, I made it. Mm -hmm. um, I designed it, right? But, like, once other people love it and it's kind of like an approval, like, verifies, like, yeah, yeah we like this too, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a good feeling. It's that stamp. It's a stamp of yeah. approval. Yeah, yeah. Anything exactly. else? Who else? What other, who else? Someone recently that something just happened or any other story of some sort that just kind of resonated with you with someone with some items that you've done with them? Um... Do you have anything special going on with anybody or that you can share? No, I mean, right now I'm just, like I said, trying to di get different brand ambassadors, but like being very selective on who I want to, you know, use for that. Talk about that. Maybe somebody's listening. What, what are you looking for? Um, I'm trying to find like the biggest names in, in whatever industry to help promote the, you know, the clothes, you know ah, what I mean? Okay. And so, 
Um, you know, I already have a lot of people, but I'm trying to take it to that next level to mm-hmm. the, you know, you know, A-list, but I'm to, like the triple A-list, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? The biggest people. I mean, that, like, you, I'm like, you already have A-list. Yeah, some, but like, you yeah. know, like the, like the Justin Bieber's or, you know what I mean? Stuff like yeah. that. So, um, you know, just trying to get the name out there to those bigger people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And having it or having them wear it on tour or in public or, you know, at like, you know, at their game, before their game, if they're an athlete, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, that's where you need a publicist. Uh, that's, where that, that's where that comes into place. All right. Well, thank you so much for thank joining you. us on this episode of the Journey Told Show. Perfect. Thank I you so really much appreciate you being me. here. This was an amazing conversation. Yes. I learned some things about a young, self-made millionaire. Um, so brilliant of you to be able to do these things at a young age and then expand from there at that age into doing all the beautiful things that you're doing. I think it's absolutely amazing. Thank you. I need to learn some things from you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you for you so having me. Thank you for being here. It was a great time. Thank you. So that's it for this episode of The Journey Told Show. I'm going to leave you guys with some words that I often say at the end of every episode, and that's words to my father, and that's to be the best you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.